Welcome back, you guys. <laughs> I didn't know which one of us was going to say something first. I was like, am I going to sing a song or am I going to be like whispering or am I going to be really loud? I hadn't like decided. And then you just went for it. I just went for it. And I pulled a total page. Because you did. Paige is always like, welcome back, you guys. And she's so cute with it. And I was just like, I'm going to be Paige. Let's do it. <laughs> so this is episode... 20. Two zero. The big two zero. That's right. Can't believe we did it. 20 <laughs> weeks we've been doing this. I mean, so, I mean, give or take because we've recorded a few episodes, you know, maybe two a week or taken a week off, but it's been probably about 20 weeks. I mean, by the time this is launching, it's been 20 weeks. Yeah. Which is, it blows my mind. I know. It's so weird to think that something that like started in my closet has just progressed into what it is and we have some really exciting guests coming up everyone we do i'm so excited and we're finally getting into a nice rhythm and figuring out you know what type of people we want on and and again if you guys have suggestions please send them our way yeah throw them at us we uh we next week will be the first guests that we've recorded with that neither aloe or i have ever met so that's pretty exciting yeah we have some women entrepreneurs coming up i can't say that word entrepreneur i know i know how to say it but every time i go to like say it on the podcast i fuck it up (laughs) entrepreneur (laughs) I, i feel like we did the first one together then we did 10 now we're doing 20 did we do 10 together we did for the love of double digits was just you and i we talked about the election and some other beautiful aloe does a lot of the stalking of our podcast stats and things whereas i just kind of like it what will be will be yes (laughs) guys we're almost to 2,000 downloads yeah that's pretty exciting it's really exciting i mean for only 20 episodes yeah, 19, in it technically yeah 2000 yeah. that's what 100 an episode mm-hmm. i mean that's pretty exciting i know i'm excited and we i'm sure we've like lost and gained some people along the way so oh, definitely remember to rate review subscribe and share you guys yes please it's really helping we have a new review up from i don't know a couple weeks ago so thank you for whoever did that and if you want to take credit i'll send you a starbucks gift card I'm still not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Who doesn't love a latte? (laughs) But for today, it is just Punch and I, so hopefully you're not disappointed in turning it off. However, we have been talking a lot about living in the present. At least I know I have brought it up in a few episodes, but basically it's my new mantra, and I know Paige is also about being present and living in the now and we both just finished reading the power of now which we've talked about and i totally kind of shit on it and i i will go back to my og statement which is that you need to be careful about driving and listening to this voice because it's so um sedative sounding it's like he's so it's so monotone that it's like it's almost he sounds like Stephen Hawking like I kind of wondered if it's actually a robot doing the reading (laughs) and if it's intentionally that way for the sake of the content of like trying to take the personality of it Hmm. out of it maybe um but that made it very hard to drive and listen to Uh, I had to speed it up to one and a half times to be able to actually listen and not 
like I, I I when I was listening to it at its regular speed, I like absorbed nothing. No, same. I always speed up the books. I feel like it's just natural for us though because we speak very fast and yeah, well, pro tip, you guys, um, nobody has time. So um, if you're on Audible, you can change the speed at which the author reads the book. And sometimes that makes them sound crazy, but it can take a 12-hour book into an eight-hour book. And it can take a six-hour book into like a four-hour book sometimes, which is Do you know what I'm thinking of? Awesome. The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Have you? Did you listen to that one? Uh, no, I read that one. Holy moly, because she's got this voice. She's like, I'm Evelyn Hugo. So it's very intense. But if you speed it up, it's not as intense. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I'll play some for you. We'll sidebar after. All right. I love it. I don't know if we've (laughs) talked. I can't remember what all we've talked about in every episode. But if you guys didn't know, Aloe and I, I believe, have both set reading challenges for ourselves for this year. So mine is to read a book a week. And... Paige is pumping out like three a week. She has way more time than I do. <laughs> I, well, I, it's not that I have more time, but I do spend a lot of time in the car, I think. I, I've kind of, I've toned it down to about a book a week. My other jobs have kind of kicked up and a notch, and so I haven't been reading physical books quite as much as I've been listening to them. But then it's nice to have that speed up option so that I can really like... Pump through it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. But anyway, with the power of now, you put it on 1.5%. He still sounds normal. So just imagine how fucking slow this guy actually the talks. The power of now. It's too animated. I know. I know. Yeah. But it's by Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart Tolle? Tolle, yeah. T-O-L-L-E. Yeah. Just, I don't, we don't know how to pronounce it. He's like a big name, though. Is he? I yeah, I feel like all the spiritual gu- guru-y people, like, they all kind of all reference each other. They'll be like, I like Glennon Doyle and Gabrielle Bernstein, Brene Brown, and Eckhart Tolle. <laughs> it's like, those are the four I know, you know? And then I'm like, Edgar Casey, which you guys don't know. He's kind of a freak. But anyway, that's another topic. Uh, so we just wanted to touch base on this. I think that Punch and I have been trying to live our lives with this presence Recently, I know for me anyway, because I mean, if you listen to like some of our first episodes, I'm a hot mess, like literally a hot mess because I was going through some shit and was not living in the present. And right now I am living in the present. And every so often I find myself starting to spiral. I'll start thinking about the future. You know, guys, I'm no spring chicken. I'm almost 35, and I really want to have babies. So, in case you didn't know, Allo wants kids. <laughs> so, if you're just tuning in, Allo really wants children. If you're an avid listener, you're like, we know. <laughs> so, basically, what I'm saying is sometimes you can start to spiral. At least I know I can when you're like, is it going to happen for me? Is it not going to happen for me? Um, so yeah, living in the present. Yeah. Well, I think one of the interesting things that I took away from this book that I'm sure somebody's told me before, maybe, but maybe not, is that a lot of our anxieties and fears come from either focusing your energy towards future events that haven't taken place, that you believe will take place, or past events that are no longer occurring, um, but that if you can take your energy and just focus on the now, you very rarely actually feel those spirals. Yeah, and I, I, 
<laughs> I've never really felt that I had an anxiety problem until I read this book and was like, oh my God, I do that all the time. Like all I do is like worry. Mm-hmm. And I think that I've been like, I don't have anxiety. I'm a worrier. And then I'm like, that's anxiety. That's what anxiety is. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's true. It's, but I'm the same way. So what he said in the book was, salvation is not an event in time. It is here now. It is the present. Stop waiting for an event in the future to save you. Yes. So not that like I need saving, but I'm always like, oh, you know, when I find my partner, I can buy a house. When I find my partner, I'm going to have these cute little babies and put cute little swimsuits on them and take them in the pool. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But until then, I need to stop worrying about that. And you're 100% correct. It all comes and stems from the feelings in our bodies. And like he says how to like curve that is your intention and intention and attention is the key to transformation and then attention is full acceptance so you fully accept where you are now and you don't worry about what's happened in the past and you don't worry about what's coming up in the future yeah which is really hard well i think it's also like another level of i didn't know he talked about this i don't know if it was at the same point but appreciation for the things that you do have like an attitude of gratitude kind of deal and I don't think he said it that way because he wouldn't say something like that but um that's the general concept and just evaluating like your life and is it I, I know I tend to get in these ruts where or head spaces where I am always like oh well, I just want X, Y, and Z, and then I'll feel better. Like when I get that extra thousand dollars a month, then I'll be good. Or when I can just afford to go on this vacation. And for me, it's a lot of monetary based things. Um, but also like, well, if this person just does action X, then I can feel way Z, you know, but that basically closes off the opportunities for me to feel content with where I am. And when I look at my life and the things that I have, even just three years ago, because April 12th will be three years of me living in Colorado. And when I moved here, I was completely financially dependent on the guy I moved here to live with. I did not have a job. And three or four months in, when we broke up, I was just like, all I want to be able to do is afford my own place downtown that's like has some nice things in it and then I'll be happy. And you know what? I have a roommate, but I own two bedrooms in our three bedroom, two bath. I have my own master suite. I have a beautiful apartment in a nice part of town. I have all brand new furniture. Well, some of it's brand new from Craigslist, but it's new to me. <laughs> and I have nice things, you know, and and that was something I wanted. And I, I don't take enough time to like live in the present and be like, I'm happy with this. I agree with you. 100%. So long winded. I'm going to have to cut some of that. No, it's it's good. I mean, it, I feel like a lot of people probably feel the same way you do. You know, we're all about that age, you know, the, our listeners, because, you know, of course, I check our demographic. So most of... Oh, I don't. Who are they? <laughs> um, a lot of 18 to 43-year-olds. So thanks, guys. Anyway, what were you saying? I'm sorry. I was going to say the same thing. I've been here a year now. And 
And all I wanted was the same thing as Paige, was to be able to move here and be financially independent and not have to rely on anyone for anything. Because coming from New York, it was super hard to do that. I had roommates, and if I didn't have roommates, I was living in shitholes where there's like blood and like murder happening outside your door. But anyway, I don't do those things anymore. And moving here and getting my own place, like like Don Juan is having some issues with his roommates right now. And it stresses me out. But basically, I said to him, I was like, and this is why I live alone. <laughs> like, it's really amazing to say to yourself I want to do this and then be able to do it just like you said right and not spiral about what has happened in the past or living in these terrible places or worrying about really the future like oh my god I do that that's that's my main thing I constantly me too worry about the future I know that's why in the most recent episodes I've been talking about living in the present more because it is when I start to think about the future and think about all of those things that I absolutely spiral. So it's really hard, but the tools that this book gives you to kind of bring you back to the present, which I loved, like he said, can you feel the energy in your body? There's like an exercise that he does where he's like, can you feel the energy in your hands? Can you feel the energy in your heart, in your chest, in your back? Yeah, I totally zoned out for this part. Your feet. Oh, I was soaking it up like a sponge. Like, are you alive? The more in tune you are with this energy, the like the easier it becomes to just feel it subconsciously. And he also said, which I love, when you start to react, like if you're in a situation and you start to react, go internal. He's like, it just takes a few seconds to just go inside and think to yourself, what am I reacting to? And I... This kind of goes hand in hand, and I don't know why I thought of you. Well, after I say it, you'll probably know why I thought of you. You totally thought of me. I mean, it totally makes sense. You don't even have to tell me why. Go ahead. True love has no opposite. Do you remember this part? Yes, but no. (laughs) I remember listening to him being like, I'm going to need to remember where in the book this is. So he was saying true love has no opposite. Basically saying like if you truly love someone, you can't argue with them and yell at them. (laughs) Well, I don't think that's true. Honestly, I think that he was saying that from the perspective of if you always live in like this enlightened true love state. And I think realistically, most of us don't live in that all the time. Yeah. And he also was talking about like the pain bodies and things like that and how we all have a lot of trauma and that I think a lot of like my arguing and things like that would no matter who it is, it's usually a reaction to it's a trigger from some sort of past trauma I've experienced Mm -hmm. either with that person or with somebody else. And I think that really his his point was that that's what what the arguments are and that's what the conflict that arises is from and that true love doesn't argue but maybe I I didn't take it as like 
you can't have true love with somebody and also not argue that's not what I mean I I don't think that's what we're saying no that's not what we're saying I, I took it from the point of view of true love has no opposite meaning because I think with my ego all the time like oh he doesn't love me oh it's me oh you know you know but Mm -hmm. in reality that's my ego talking totally and it's really fucking hard guys like I'm not saying it's easy but I guess for me my whole mantra of 2021 is to be present be here now and I have to stop thinking with my ego and like thinking to myself like so my girlfriend she texted me something very personal and I'm not going to disclose what happened but basically she was like how do I get rid of this feeling of rejection and it was in context with something that was is going on with her partner and I said to her you just have to know it's not you it's him so the whole point is that's your ego talking when you're like feeling this rejection feeling this sense of why not me well I kind of get what you're saying like the other day so um I won't talk too much about him because he's asked me not to but Ted and I work together obviously and the other day I needed to run to the post office for our job and when I was finally ready I realized that I needed to go get something out of one of our other storage areas and Ted has the key to that and I was like do you want me to take the key and because he had things to do and I was like well I can take the key go to the post office and then bring it back or you can just come with me now and now he did not want to go with me now because he had other things to do But he also didn't like this idea of me bringing the key back. And my initial instinct was like, why don't you trust me? No, it was it was it was like a garage door opener. My initial instinct was, well, why don't you want me coming back here? Because it's like an insecurity thing. But the reality is that when I asked him his reasoning, he was like, well, that just seems really inconvenient for you in terms of traffic and driving. And I know you have to go home and it just seems like I'd rather just do this that you don't have to come back and that's the type of thing that if I hadn't clarified or well it was more like the living in the nowness right and so that's something that I would start to build anxiety up over but really the other person was trying to be considerate of my time but my brain decided for me that he's hiding something right because of past traumas of people not wanting me to be around because they're hiding something oh my god I had a very similar instance last night Really? Yeah, kind of. I I mean, since the fucking dog dog's out of the cage or what is it? Cat's out of the bag. Of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, similar analogy, right? <laughs> I think the dog's in the doghouse and the out cat's of the out of the bag. <laughs> anyway, cat's out of the bag, right? So last night after yoga, he had texted me something very sweet in the middle of yoga class. So I responded and he... His, thing it was like 7:45, and his thing went green so iphone users you know what that means phones off on airplane mode something right right when it sends us a text message you're like what the fuck wrong. are you doing 
what are you doing? (laughs) I had a very similar thing happen to Punch where it went through and I was on the phone with my friend Brittany and I was like, I started to panic a little because of things that had happened in the past Mm -hmm. where he had went dark and, you know, I showed up to drop something off and there was like a pair of girls slippers outside the house and I damn near killed him. So things like that come back to the forefront of my mind. And like also sidebar, like we're not dating, but we're whatever. Anyway, whole point is I started to spiral. And then I just picked up the phone and called him and he answered and he was in the bath (laughs) and answered, hey, baby. So I just went crazy for no reason in my head. Well, and I think the thing to acknowledge is it's not no reason. Like, we just have to... It's not no reason. None of us have this happen for no reason. There is always an initial instance that causes any person... I think it happens a lot more to... I hear about it more from females. I don't know that it doesn't happen as much to males. But I hear about it more from my female Probably friends. Probably happens. Um, and... There's a trauma, whether it's a, like a small trauma or like a big trauma. And you it's like the subconscious programming, right? Your brain has learned this computer program that when X, Y, or Z take place, it means A, B, or C. Yeah. So there is a reason, but it's not fair to the other people in your life or to your own psyche to hold on to that and never do the work to break those patterns. Now, that doesn't mean if you have really untrustworthy, shitty people in your life that constantly let you down all the time that you need to let them off the hook by any means. It just means we shouldn't assume or presume and work ourselves up over something we have no idea is actually taking place just because it's triggered by a similar circumstance something in the past now if you'd gone over to his house and there were women's slippers outside the door that'd be a different story but just having a text message turn green doesn't necessarily mean he's hiding something <laughs> i know i know anyway we could we could talk about this forever and i don't want to but i just had a very similar situation yeah and i started like i started to get go down this path and then i stopped myself brought myself back picked up the phone you know yeah like it was fine and you know what I think a lot of what we're talking about too and you guys if you listen to the power of now you'll understand a little bit more of like the precursor concepts to this he has very specific definitions and Mm -hmm. descriptions so if this seems a little confusing to you it's definitely worth reading or taking a listen oh yeah um, if this sounds interesting but I think very broad concept wise we're we're on the path of that book yeah Uh, but I think it links very closely to something he didn't so much touch on which is the ability to manifest which we've also talked about and when we're spending a lot of time worrying and not living in the present we are not only preventing ourselves from manifesting good things for ourselves and the things that we actually want but we're manifesting negative things and we're we're bringing to fruition these, it's so true. These activities and these actions. There is a quote I'm looking for that I had posted. It's funny that you bring that up, Punch, because there's a quote I posted months ago. 
I posted this in May of last year, actually. Holy crikey. Holy crikey. I can't even believe that. It's almost been a full year. But it says kind of how YouTube has its own algorithm and shows you more of what you're interested in. The entire universe also has an algorithm and shows you more of what you're thinking, feeling, and talking about. So if you're unconsciously or consciously or or consciously manifesting these negative things like the cheating the slippers outside the door you know those types of things that you're thinking about the universe is going to manifest it now to be clear for those of you who have shitty partners this does not mean it's your fault that your partner cheated on you no or is cheating on you or will cheat on you whatever that is on that person. However, we do need to take responsibility for the energies that we put out there. So if you constantly believe that your partner's going to cheat on you, you're probably going to be more defensive. You're probably going to act in ways that you wouldn't if you were trusting of them. Mm-hmm. And that energy can push people away or cause them to feel urges to look elsewhere when they may not have Yes. otherwise. Now... They still shouldn't do that. They should confront you on this attitude. But you get what you put out there. And if you're putting out there that you don't trust and you're not happy and all these things, then your partner is going to pick up on that energy, whether it's conscious or subconscious. It's so true. You know? So I think we just need to acknowledge that, but also simultaneously. Don't date shitty people. Yeah. (laughs) Um, it's time to just drop all the shitty people in 2021, honestly. But I think another thing he says in here, which is kind of, I mean, it's kind of like on the train of, of where we are right now. He was also saying, if you don't associate with a word anymore, replace it with something else. So the example he uses is sin. Replace it with insanity or unconsciousness. If you're spiritual, you know, like we don't want to be like, oh, you're sinning. You know, it's we're going to say he's an unconscious being. He's doing these things without thinking about it, without having intention. But I'm assuming you could do this really with any word. So for me, I'm really trying to be a lady and I'm trying to stop cursing. So I'm trying to replace the word fuck with fudge. But it's not going so well. It's good training for when you want to have babies. Because you know I want to have those. Punch is like giving me like the weirdest look right now. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I I think if that's something I I had so many thoughts go through my head when you just said that. First of all, if you want to stop swearing, I think that's awesome. When I took a stint of time and was learning more about Christianity and considered myself to be more of a Christian because I did take on that label for a while. I don't wear it as much anymore. I consider myself to be more spiritual, but I have a lot of respect for the faith that a lot of Christians carry with them. Me too. And I actually really think that this book was something that a lot of people of various religions or faith practices would appreciate because I didn't think that it was alienating them. It was just saying this word could be Christ or you could also look at it as this. Correct. And if it resonates with you, great, which I think is kind of what you're saying. You yeah. need to make your own definitions. Um, but when I did that, I didn't swear for a while because I was like swearing is a sin and I'm not going to do that. And I actually kind of liked it. Yeah. You know, trying to be a lady. 
but and then my other thought that went through my head is like ladies can do whatever the fuck they want aloe it doesn't have anything to do with swearing but if you're trying to be more proper i suppose you could you could cut it out of your regimen i'm fucking trying (laughs) (laughs) really fucking hard no i don't know but he did say in the book that the manifestation of god is in all of us and whether or not you believe it to be god or you know there's many different versions of god out there but essentially it's all the same thing and once we can like go inward to our own self that's when we can start to manifest it and start to actually see those powers come to be so it's basically just talking about going inward and really focusing on yourself and bringing that out into the universe because i mean we say it all the time change starts with you and And it starts within yes correct if you set your intention and attention on something that's gonna put it in motion and also fuel this acceptance into what is and I'm kind of like merging it into the flow into freedom course that I'm doing with Sam that I signed up with or signed up for. Yeah. I, I feel the same way about the course that we're doing with Chelsea as well. Yes. <laughs> Bottom line is Punch and I are really too busy for anything in life. Oh my God. For real. But we're learning that an intention is so powerful. And as a yoga teacher, I always talk about setting intentions but then sometimes have a hard time doing it off my mat. Where intention goes, energy flows. So get your shit straight. Well, I'll share a little tidbit about one of my intentions for right now. Well, I have so many. First, building my businesses is a massive one, and it's going very well. And in my personal life, it's more health, fitness kind of goals, taking care of myself, self-improvement, doing this class of Chelsea's. I actually reached out to Sam and apologized that I I wasn't able to sign up for hers. I was just like, I know that if I had done this, I wouldn't have been able to give it my all. And you want people that can show up and I will do your next round, but I can't commit. I couldn't commit to it this month. I felt bad about that, but I would have felt worse if I couldn't, if I, if I was half-assing it or like had to miss every meeting. Anyway, one of the things I'm setting my intention to and Aloe will relate to this because she's also reading this book is astral projection. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Have you finished the Journeys Out of Body book? How did you finish it so fast? I started it last year. I'm, but I have it on one point. About halfway through. I had it on 1.4 speed and I listened to it all last week. Would be considered psychic. <laughs> oh my god, we should play Eckhart Tolle's voice so everybody oh can god, hear. Oh god, yes, I'll play it. I'm at one. This is one. Whatever form this takes, dormant state, you may experience considerable turbulence in your inner space. Stay present. Give it your complete attention. I, I already don't know what the fuck he said. Stay present. I, that's the only thing I heard. I couldn't. So Punch and I listen on I this can't. speed. It's inside you. No, it is there. Hold the knowing and be the knowing. Remember, do not let the pain body use your mind and take over your thinking. So still Do not let slow. the pain body use your mind and take over your thinking. That was a sentence. I know. I know. I also love how... Sorry. I took some notes today. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure no one's surprised. I also love how he was talking about love is not one of the portals 
to finding yourself. Love is what comes through the portal. Like once you love yourself and you open yourself up to being present, you are allowing love to come through in many different forms. Guys, that just hit me really hard. I was like, he's so right. Well, yeah, and I think he had some good points about when you learn to accept yourself and live in the present and be in in your consciousness and act from that place and from your spirit and not from your ego, that you love with the proper intentions, but that a lot of the times when you're not in that balanced place, you want love for completeness or for the wrong reasons. It's like fulfilling your ego's desires somehow. And that was kind of what he was saying about true love, right? True love doesn't come from that place. It doesn't, it's not jealous. It does not boast. I'm just thinking of that quote from the Bible. Corinthians 3.16. Yeah. Actually, I liked that this book did make some biblical references. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, yes, that's a good perspective on what that means i liked some of his interpretations me too especially because he tied it in again to being spiritual not like this is god or whatever but it could be your version of god well and taking everything one step further i'm sitting here being like oh my god everything's connected which like duh but also (laughs) i'm having like this existential realization because we also are reading and i just finished this journeys out of the body book and one of the things he talks about towards the end and i'm not giving away anything um is how once you have the ability to go out of body or if you ever have an out of body experience and travel to other parts of planes with your spirit essentially that it changes your life forever and it alters your perception of what's important and what reality is and why we're here and what god is and it's like it's not that god isn't god it's just not what you thought because everyone's right yeah you know there's a place for everybody's thought processes which should be how it is here right in this in this plane right (laughs) he'd call it probably locale one um (laughs) but on earth you know in this universe and in Mm -hmm. the platform we know um in this virtual reality game (laughs) right in our matrix (laughs) i i think that's interesting it also ties into this idea like this old um samadhi concept yeah that's like, and I loved this when I was kind of transitioning between being Christian and being spiritual. There was this uh, fable, metaphor, I don't know, um, something, tale, I'll tell it to you. <laughs> and it said a bunch of men were blindfolded and you put each man's hand on an elephant and then you des- you tell the man to describe what they feel. The person with their leg on the trunk is going to describe something very differently than the person whose hand is on the elephant's large ear. Now, is any single one of them wrong? No. Did they describe it correctly? Absolutely. But they're all pieces of the elephant and not a single one of them can actually describe just from touching that body part what an elephant is. And it was a metaphor for like the various religions and practices that people have that everyone has pieces but to believe that there are no other pieces is kind of ridiculous yeah well it's just it's 
close-minded i was gonna say ignorant so you're i was gonna say nicer ig- than me well, i was gonna say <laughs> ignorant too but i think that we have a lot of listeners that have a, a religious yeah. practice and i don't by any means want to or do i bash that i don't i think that that's amazing but i definitely think uh if there are people that are like i believe this and i don't respect anybody that chooses to believe differently or i don't respect those beliefs as beliefs that's where i start to have problems yes you know because i agree you can maybe believe that those people won't have salvation but i believe in their right to feel differently yes agreed I mean, you and I say that all the time. We're here for all the opinions and we're here for, you know, everyone's unique point of view and just kind of what you just said. My hand may be on the trunk. Someone else's hand may be on the butt and neither one of those feel the same. But at the same time, they're still part of the same entity. They're still part of the same being. So we just have to respect one another's views And I think that that's where we're lacking. I mean, and we've talked about this in a few of the episodes that, you know, we had, I think Brenna brought it up, Mm -hmm. uh, talking about, you know, like, what happened to the days where we could have a conversation and disagree, but still leave and, like, hug each other and give each each other a kiss goodbye. Yeah. Also, Brenna, if you're listening, shout out. I use your little tactic that I didn't know about all the time to come back to the present. I love that. You're, like, five, site, four, here, three touch to smell one taste something like that yeah but it's nice it's yeah I, I've been doing it a lot I don't know that I get the order correct but it works <laughs> <laughs> that was it was I mean it's just so nice to have these people on and get these different point of views and I hope you guys are taking something away from this too you know just being present and you know not thinking about your commute into work right now and you're just here with us and you're listening and saying to yourself you know what I have a lot of anxiety that I could eliminate by just being in the now the power of now yes and if you find that like me that you're a worrier or if you find that you really like being organized like aloe who also spirals (laughs) it's actually I, I um one of my ex my ex stepmom i have a multitude apparently um go dad anyway (laughs) i i'd say i have to cut that but it's my reality so i no no hate you leave that on you know and if leanne somehow listens you see leanne Paige isn't always so nice to her parents either (laughs) oh well yeah i mean if anybody wants to question if i'm always nice you call either one of my parents and they'll give you a I'll give you a mouthful. But anyway, one of my stepmoms had told my dad, who told me, and she's not a psych major or a neuroscientist of any kind, but I believe it to be true because it's always worked for me. Okay. But it is physically impossible to both worry and plan at the same time because the part of your brain that worries is also the part of your brain that plans so if you find yourself in this rut constantly worrying about things plan something anything if you start planning you can plan your day you can plan how you're going to draw your bath you can plan your events for the next year and put them down on a calendar any form of planning is going to shut the worry down at least temporarily and allow you to get into a less like reptilian headspace. Yes. Is do we think this is why I plan everything? 
I think that is very controlling and maybe it's your way of preventing yourself from worrying from spiraling another thing you guys (laughs) positive affirmations yes they're huge yeah every time your brain doesn't know the difference between past and future tenses it takes everything in as it is so if you say I used to be such a loser I used to be 276 pounds. Your brain is going to be like, I am 276 pounds. Fuck. But if you say to yourself, I'm a skinny bitch. I'm a skinny bitch. And I'll tell you guys, I'm not a skinny bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but low key, I've been doing this. So Uh we got these new bras from Athleta and I've been wearing them to my hot yoga classes. It's not a bra. It's a top. It's a top. It's, It's a crop top. I cannot wear it as a bra. No. I have to wear a bra under the top unless I'm just casually wearing it. And even then, if it's cold outside, look out. Oh, yeah. The nips are on parade. Yeah. So my whole point is I've been wearing these things to hot yoga. Normally, I wear a bra, a tank top, and a workout shirt. So I look bigger than I am because I'm wearing multiple things of clothing. So I've been wearing these tops, and I've been like crushing my yoga practice and I'm confident and I'm looking in the mirror and the whole time I'm there because exactly what Punch just said our brains can't tell if we're talking about the past or the future and I'm like I'm a skinny bitch I am strong I'm like the little girl that remember that little girl there was like a viral meme and she's like I love my mirror I love my mom I love my Allison I love Stacy and she's in the mirror and she's like saying all these positive things no but she sounds a lot healthier than me (laughs) seriously and she's like five so that's what I've been doing and Mm -hmm. I think it's working because after my class last night Darice my teacher said to me she was like girl she's like your practice tonight was stunning she's like you are so strong so focused not worried about you know pulling down my shirt pulling down my whatever like I'm just in there like letting it all hang out I'm like let's do it and I've realized the same thing happened today when I was in yoga and I was just like holy shit like I don't know why I haven't been doing this the whole time yeah we need to consult Dakota I don't know if there's something in the stars right now about like physical like practices taking a hiatus i've been working out being like i fucking love this which if anybody knows me i've spent my whole life hating exercise but i do my spin and i'm like i'm strong bitch i'm using my core muscles because i am a strong skinny bitch thighs don't exist on me i will do squats after this because no spin person has an ass without squats like And I'm like, and I have to credit Ted in that because he's really helped me change that mindset about exercising, but, um, and just in general about bringing more positive affirmations into my life. But if you guys aren't doing this, um, first of all, just watch, watch, be careful of your language that you yeah. use about yourself. Even if it's just with your friends, and you're like, I'm a dumb bitch. Sorry. And it's oh like, God. well, I'm the worst. I being a dumb bitch. Sorry. So, um, <laughs> We have to flip the script. Yeah. Thanks, Chelsea. Insert promo for Chelsea here. Um, (laughs) She doesn't actually have us doing that, you guys. We're just joking. But we are really loving her course. We're part of the beta testing team. So it's very exciting. Um, And the flow into freedom. That's where I was going before. Mm -hmm. I never finished my thought. Yeah, go, go. But I was just saying that like aligning, that's basically what I'm taking away from this book 
and all of the stuff we've been reading is like what's aligning with your goals if you guys don't have an intention or attention what are your goals seriously yeah and this is where I'm like everything's connected because I'm like thinking back to the Marie Kondo book I used to do and then the minimalism episode with Sam and then the meditation that Chelsea had us do Mm -hmm. it was like a different type of meditation than what I normally do and it, it had you call attention to your surroundings and I like looked in my room and I was like I have nothing hanging on my walls everything's white and boring and I have a bunch of garbage shit all over my uh dresser dresser and other (laughs) surfaces that I don't even like that don't even represent me I'm like I need a new comforter I don't even like my bedding yeah like I don't like this this stuff I just buy it because it all looks nice together and I'm like I none of this aligns bring me joy (laughs) for fucking real it's all happening it's all connected and we all need to start being nicer to ourselves. 2021 is the year that we actually give a shit about ourselves and not other people. I don't mean that like we hate everyone. I just mean like. It's a balance. Yeah. And I said it in this book, I believe, um, or maybe in Chelsea's workshop, probably both. Let's be honest. Who knows? I'm um, consuming too much content. I know. I'm, I'm like a book a week. I don't. It could have been Brene Brown. I have notes. It could be something. Like Gabby that. Birdstein from last year. I have no idea. One of them. Someone said that if you don't take time to replenish your own. It was Chelsea. And now that I'm saying it out loud, I know. Ex- I know exactly who it was. If you don't take time to replenish your own cup, how are you supposed to fill somebody else's? You got to fill your own cup first, baby. How else are you going to pour it out? Yeah. It's so true. I feel like, okay, if you guys are longtime listeners, which we have a few of you, so thank you. We appreciate you and we love you. Yes. Except Sarah Tryon. I'm just kidding. She's the best. We love Sarah. (laughs) Sarah live texts me every time she listens to I love that. I know. Sarah, where are my text messages? Oh, it was about you last time. What did she say? She goes, (laughs) what the fuck? (laughs) She goes, oh my God. She just asked if she's had sex with Don Juan. I'm dying. She goes, she didn't even answer yet. I'm fucking dying. Yeah, no, guys. I, yep, still the answer is still fucking no. I can't believe Sarah said that to you. That's hilarious. I forget what we were saying before that. The listeners oh. know. Uh, You're saying if you listen a long time, you'll know. Oh, you'll know how far Punch and I have come. That's where I was going with this. You'll know. You'll listen to the episode one, two, three, four, whatever. If you listen to The Love of Intuition, you'll know how far I've come. Yeah, I have to tell you guys, sometimes I want to take down episode one. No. It's our most listened to episode. I've never brought it up to Aloe because I knew that's what she'd say. <laughs> but not because not because I, I, I just... It bothers me in some level that, you know, it's changed how I feel about sharing my personals with the world. But it also... Um, I'm still here to share with you guys. Don't worry. <laughs> Well, I'm still going to share. You know what I mean. I it's do. It's. But it was a moment in time. It's how we felt. It's real. Totally. Yeah. Totally. I Otherwise, just, I, I have to delete like 17 episodes like of Hot if my Talk. friends, but like if people I meet come and they want to go back to the first episode and they like don't know me that well, that's who they're going to think I am. And that's not who I am anymore. And granted, that's 
always going to be the case. Like when we get to episode 30, 20 will no longer be who I am. But I think like I'm not necessarily proud of who I was in number one. I think we gave good advice. I think we're real. I think you should just be proud of where you are. I'm proud of my growth. Yes. But this is what I mean. I'm a badass skinny bitch. That's right. Bitches. And I'm failing at not cursing. (laughs) (laughs) I'll add in the notes um, for the episode a link to a couple different affirmation videos that you can just play really quietly while you're sleeping. And your subconscious will absorb those affirmations while you sleep. And they they don't know like your subconscious doesn't know that it's not you if it's saying i am like it just hears the language yeah um so aloe could sit next to me and say i am statements and i would take in everything that she's saying as me i am beautiful so consequently if you're spending a bunch of time watching like scary movies and like frightening things on the news like just know i'm not saying don't watch the news i choose not to watch the news yeah, for, for many reasons but this is one of them is that Virus. when you're constantly being bombarded with these fear-based messages you're gonna you're, live in fear your body starts to learn that it has to be afraid like your subconscious teaches you you need to fear mm-hmm. things and so if you can flip the script flip the script Hey, Chelsea, if you can flip the script on yourself and spend more time in like, this is one of the things that's gotten me reading and everybody's like, oh, are you still watching this TV show? And I'm like, I'm, I'm not. And not because I don't enjoy it, yeah. but because that's not, not what not I'm choosing you. to fill my yeah. my mind with right now. It's not serving you. I haven't been watching TV either. This is why I know just one more reason I love Don Juan, guys, you know? Yeah, I have to say that um, Ted and I watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but that's about it. So on the same topic of these positive affirmations that Punch was just talking about, I have an app called I Am. You should see Punch's face. I just showed her my 64 notifications. But I get notified every two hours from them. And I found that it really helps. It's like a buck a month. It's like $1.29 every month for the app. Today, Today's affirmations were, I am loving myself or... Uh, excuse me loving myself I love me I love myself and I don't need anybody else hey I love Haley Steinfeld I I did a spin ride the other day that was like a zodiac theme and it was like Aries themed ride and it was like that was the last song and I was like fuck yeah I love myself and I don't need anybody else Aries but anyway so this this app every two hours I get spammed uh, today, today I will attract success. Every day is another opportunity to grow and improve. I'm a priority in my life. My health and healing matter. Everything is good and it will get even better. I attract good things to my life. I am allowing myself to feel all my emotions. I am the best version of myself. I challenge myself. I feel strong and empowered to continue moving forward. I mean, basically every two hours I get spammed with another I am message. And usually when it comes up, I repeat it a few times and I take in a breath and remind myself of the power of now and to be present. Yeah. And if you want to take this one step further, if you're like us and you're into meditation and this is like something you include in your daily or weekly practice, if you know that you have like a chakra blockage, you can 
figure out what that chakra like emotionally pertains to and you can give yourself I am statements that will help strengthen that and then say like or like I release something that's the blockage and then when you breathe out you say I I accept um you know I accept and then the positive affirmation you're like releasing the negativity oh this actually sets us up for next week for oh my gosh it does it does everything's connected episode 21 y'all we're going to have this woman on her name is tala 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 i fucked it up the whole episode she has some really good tips and tricks i feel like uh it'll be a good good episode but guess what time it is time for a card poll fuck yes and we haven't done it in person in a while so y'all what do we want to use do we want to do spirit oracle animal do we want to do gem do we want to do tarot we gonna do tarot or archetype let's do a tarot we haven't done one of those i don't think so ever. the second one we did was tarot okay tarot tarot tarot. Yeah. Tarot. Let's do tarot let's do it you know that you're feeling good in life when you're like i'll consult the tarot deck instead of the oracle deck yeah um okay punch what should we ask what does the collective need to know to be able to stay more in the present what can we what can we learn to be able to stay more present to live in the now the power which pile left middle or right right my right we've got the nine of cups this is the past bliss harmony at last the card of wishes come true when the nine of cups appears worries and fears will be cast away a new phase of peace and harmony awaits the world seems to be granting your every wish Good health, happiness, and even material gains are heading your way. Enjoy. Well, so that's us being in the present. Right? That's what I'm seeing. So the present is probably going to be a little messy because we're dealing with it, right? Five of Wands. Scattered. Lack of focus. Lost. The Five of Wands is a card of conflict. You may find yourself scattered, distracted, tending to everything and nothing. Since wands deal with our dreams and goals, it usually means this conflict resides within. Your energy moves outward in many directions, yet you are suffering inside. Take this card as a warning. Find ways to bring calm and focus to your mind, or these troubles will only increase. No, I love this. Me too. I feel like this, this is, is talking about said. what meditation is. Yes. And bringing it back to your inner power into yourself. Yeah. I, I don't think this is a past, present, future. I think this is like the key components of. This one's kind of dark. That's okay. What is it? Nine of Swords. Dark Visions. Anguish. An extremely dark card. The Nine of Swords reveals the deepest shadows of the self. It indicates insomnia, nightmares, and worries in the midnight hour. Often these states are accompanied by guilt, despair, or even depression. You'll be battling with yourself. So turn to others for help. Find joy. Reach out. Okay. So what I took away from this, I think there's a different, a few different ways we could kind of read that or approach it. Um, but with the cups card, to me, that resonates very much with what you can expect when you start living in the present 
and that you'll notice that it's hard to do, right? And this is where the wands cards come comes in. It's hard to do. You can be scattered. You you can start to notice more that you're like that when you start living in the present. And then the last card, the swords card, um, to me, at first I was like, oh, and then if you don't do that, then you're going to have anguish. But for me, if you want to look at it as a past, present, future, this could almost talk to what we were saying more with like your spirit body, but that we all came from a universal source and there's this peace and this harmony and this joy. And that was our past because we had that before and we came here and we're scattered and confused because because we have to basically relearn our purpose. Yeah. And well, this is the getting that the future. If you don't get back to where you came from does cause anguish and pain and a lot of us that don't live in the present experience all this anguish and pain and it's also I think the future of dealing with it because yeah the pain bodies that Eckhart talks about Mm -hmm. those are the things that you have to work through so you're going to work through this pain and anguish and then you're going to come out on top and the three of pentacles is a great card, actually. I just had yeah. to pull another one, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I love that, like, the cups card. It's like, okay, so if somebody sits down to meditate, then they're going to deal with the wands card, which is the monkey mind, where it's hard to stay focused. But once, oh, you, once you get into your body and you are actually able to be in the present, you can actually deal with the trauma that yes. is coming with card three. Like, you're going to have to confront some traumas to be able to move forward. And then the on top card is... The three of pentacles, which... I love this card because it's a big, beautiful mountain that just is standing there. And it says teamwork, determination, focus. The task ahead is a momentous one, usually related to your job or career. The Three of Pentacles suggests you must focus all of your efforts, discipline, strategy, and hard work are needed more than ever. If you are, if you become weary of or overwhelmed, rely on those around you. This is a card of teamwork, so you may need the strength of others to conquer the mountain. So I think the strength of being present and conquering all that shit is teamwork essentially yeah and you know if we had done this spread differently if we had done a one on top and then a three clarification like a a main point card and then the three clarification spread this would have also made sense right guys basically what punch and i are saying is we're witches duh (laughs) everybody's a little sabrina yes oh god i love that i love that show but yeah i mean so this was episode 20 and punch and i are so thankful you're here on this journey with us and hopefully you get something out of this and I just want to say that we love you and we appreciate you and thank you for being on this ride it means the world to us and and seriously guys like we have some really fun people coming up soon low-key I asked Ryan Serhant to be on the podcast and he said yes so that's coming up and if you don't know who he is look him up yes i'm assuming most of you will know who he is i did not (laughs) but i'm not in the know i can't believe punch i just don't care but (laughs) (laughs) so bottom line is stick with us we've got some fun shit coming up yeah totally as always please rate review subscribe and share share is honestly to me like are huge the, yeah and the reviews are great too if you're listening every week you've probably already subscribed if you haven't done that if you just hit the subscribe button it just helps our stats so 
Yeah, because we want to make a difference and help people. And this is fun. Punch and I have zero time for anything. But this is something I actually enjoy doing. Me too. So as long as you guys are here, we'll be here. Yes. All right, you guys. Thanks for tuning in for episode 20. And we will see you next week. Love you. (laughs) 